Welcome, friends, on this Trinity Sunday as we celebrate together our triune God of Father, Son, and Spirit. Three persons, one God, a mystical God, and a mystical life that we live. Jesus prayed that we, the church, would be one just as he and the Father are one. Today we offer our praise and prayer together as one body in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. So in harmony, let us glorify our great God. And as we do that, right up front, we are bold to receive God's grace and to come to the Lord in confessing our sins together. Let's pray. Father, you have come to meet us as we return to you. Jesus, you died on the cross for our sins. And Holy Spirit, you give us life and peace. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Hear the good news. For you did not receive, the book of Romans says, a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If we, in fact, suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. In Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are forgiven people. Thanks be to our triune God. And Jesus came and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you, always, to the very end of the age. May the Spirit of God guide us to be obedient to this word. As God's forgiven people, given graciously the word of God, we are at peace with the Lord, and so let us extend it to each other. May the peace of Christ be with you, my friends. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. We are always to be in prayer, but let's go to the Lord now as we read and proclaim Scripture together. Gracious God, illumine our souls as your word is read and proclaimed. Help us to comprehend what we hear so that we might become doers of good deeds and live our lives in holiness and in gratitude for your life-giving spirit. <clears throat> Amen. Today, I am reading from the book of Psalms, <clears throat> and this is... Psalm chapter 8. Hear God's word for us today. Lord, our Lord, 
How majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is humanity that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This is God's word for us today. Thanks be to God. I absolutely adore the Psalms. Many years ago, it was the biblical Psalter which helped me actually come to faith. This little Psalm for today is illustrative of why I was moved toward embracing a life with God. Psalm 8 grounds us by dealing with the ultimate questions of human existence. Who am I? Why do I exist? What is the purpose of life? The answers to those questions are supremely important because people throughout history and now across the world are asking what meaning their lives really have. For example, depression is pervasive in this country, but throughout the world, as well as in the church everywhere. It's a huge issue. Peeling back the layers of a person's life, many have a deep sense of not truly belonging and of being profoundly misunderstood by others. Many depressed persons are very aware of their own mortality and have a disconnected sense of their personal role in this world. Put another way, some folks have lost their original purpose of being a person, that they belong to the human family in a way that makes a significant contribution to the world. Living on such a big planet causes some people to feel small, wondering how they fit in. With such a large universe, which may at times seem quite cold and capricious, we may ask, along with the psalmist, what is humanity that you are mindful of them? That question forms the center of the psalm. Hebrew poetry is typically set up to have the front and the end of the poem point to the middle, where the chief focus and point is found. So then the psalmist purposely wrote this psalm so we would consider this great question of what God thinks of humanity within the scope of this immense universe. And it is a staggeringly huge universe. To try and put it in some sort of perspective, 
if our galaxy, the Milky Way, were the size of the entire continent of North America, our solar system would fit in a coffee cup. <laughs> Even now, two Voyager spacecraft are hurtling toward the edge of the solar system at a rate of 100,000 miles per hour. For decades, they have been speeding away from Earth, having traveled billions of miles. When engineers beam a command to the space, spacecraft at the speed of light, it takes over half a day to arrive. <laughs> Yet this vast neighborhood of our own sun, in truth the size of a coffee cup, fits along with several hundred billion other stars and their planets in the Milky Way, one of perhaps 100 billion such galaxies in the universe. To send a light speed message to the edge of that universe would take 15 billion years. <laughs> and out of the billions of galaxies in the universe, what is the planet Earth that God should care about us? <clears throat> Even on our planet, just looking at Earth, there are billions of creatures. Yet all of those bugs, animals, fish, birds, God has a special relationship out of all creatures with us, according to this psalm. Because he has entrusted us with the responsibility to care for creation. We are the only creatures who have the charge to steward all that God has created. As people created in the image of God, we have a job that is befitting of a king. We are God's vice regents, in charge of tending and caring for all creation. This incredible job is both a duty and it is a delight. God has us playing a crucial role in governing and caring for the world the Lord created, like a parent or grandparent patiently working with a child to teach them responsibility for all that's around them, God teaches us, and he has entrusted to us this large, expansive world we live in. Literally everything in all creation is under our stewardship. People alone have the self-awareness and the perspective of the world that is needed to govern the world. And so, therefore, we can only find our true purpose and belonging in the stewardship of creation. Caregiving is at the heart of being a person. The only glitch to all of this, and why so many lose their way, is that the world is still living under a curse due to the original fall of humanity. When we allow other dominions to supersede God's dominion, then we have issues. Whenever the power of money or the significance of a position, job title, or the ability to do certain tasks is our basic identity, and that's our place of belonging, well, then we will likely succumb to anxiety. 
That's because other dominions cannot help us find our true God-given majesty as people created in God's image. Living a way other than being a proper steward of this world is beneath us because we have inherent dignity as God's vice regents over creation. Mother Teresa once said that there is no such thing as a small thing, only small things which are done with big love. Her sentiment perfectly captures the vision of the psalmist, that all people are crowned with glory and honor, and they rule with God to do all the small things of life with a love that comes from our Creator. We continually have possibilities of engaging in good stewardship of all that God has given us. We have the chance to be attentive to all the little things of life, whether gardening, building a birdhouse, working with diligence and care at our jobs, or keeping our community clean and safe and its citizens healthy and happy. It's all important. It brings meaning to our existence as human beings. People, like all creation, are meant for growth. Putting effort into developing our skills and honing our craft, whatever that may be, is what help us tap into our God-given purpose for being in this big world. So may we continually improve what we do, no matter what it is, so that it befits us as God's people crowned with honor, May we realize joy and contentment, knowing the majesty we share with God in God's wondrous, big, expansive, huge universe and world. O oh, Almighty God, creator of the heavens and the earth, words are not enough to express your awesome majesty. Our highest expressions of theology are but baby talk next to you. Grant us awareness through your spirit that you are here with us. And may this awareness lead us to approach life carefully. The words we speak, the songs we sing, the thoughts we think, the joy, the sadness we feel, may it all be pleasing to you, O Lord. For despite the inadequacy of our words and our actions, our life and worship are addressed to you alone. May you make that life complete, whole, and full to overflowing through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. We do serve a wondrous, big, and expansive triune God. A God who needs a universe that big in order to watch over and to inhabit and to dwell. It is important that we recognize the three persons of the Christian Trinity today as believers in Jesus, as followers of Christ, as people of the Spirit, the temple of the Spirit, and those lifting praise prayer, and worship to God Almighty. Within God, 
Father, Son, and Spirit. There is always perfect harmony, peace, love, unity. And as people, us, created in God's image, the image of a triune God, we are to reflect that community, that basic love and peace and harmony that exists within the Trinity even now and is always conspiring within the Godhead to do what is best for humanity. And so let us live into the image which has been given to us, people of God. Let us enjoy one another. Let us live into that unity and harmony and find the joy and the peace that is really meant for us as the people of God created in God's image. Every single individual person on this planet has been created in God's image from a Christian perspective. And so each and every person, no matter who they are, deserves respect and has inherent worth simply because of that alone and no other reason. So let us minister to one another in the church and let us be attentive to and minister to our fellow humanity in our communities, our neighborhoods, our families, our workplaces, our nation, and around the world to the glory of our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our blessed triune God, who lives forever and ever. Amen. And as we go, go with this Trinitarian blessing. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit be with you all today and every day. Amen. Go in peace, brothers and sisters.